Yo, 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 check it in, man. This is um Chuck and Mike King Talk Podcast. Um, I'm Mike and my boy Chuck on the line, man. And yeah, yeah, um, today on. we'll be picking up where we left off at last week, part two of commitment. All right. So um, you know, commitment is a very important thing to life. Um, how you feel about commitment, Chuck? Well. Just like you said, right? Commitment is like, uh, I think commitment is, is, is powerful, right? Because commitment leads to, right? Discipline, right? So when you, when you lack commitment, you can tell that you lack discipline, right? And that just goes with just growing, right? And to become, becoming a, 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 a grown man or woman, right? You've grown up in those phases, right? Between the boy, male, male, boy, and, and women, and men, right? Or girl, you know, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, when it comes to women. So I, I believe that commitment and discipline go hand in hand, right? So if you like discipline, you're going to like commitment. That's just how it is, right? I'm a perfect example of that, right? Because <laughs> for, so we, we, when I think about my, my life, right? My growing up, right? In the hood or with a lack of a, a, a male, a strong male figure, father figure, whatever, in my life when and I think about the things that I had to endure, right? Whether it's being in school and knowing I had the ability to do great, but not really doing it because I didn't like to do homework. Or when they gave me a project, I procrastinated to the last day because I wasn't really committed, right? I wasn't committed to I wouldn't say learning, but learning in that way, right? Learning and and like if it was if it seemed like too much and I couldn't just do what I wanted to do, then I'm like, nah. I give you a perfect example. Um, 2002, I enrolled in college, right? right. Uh, you know, at the high school, uh, did, did my did whatever. Didn't didn't really want to go to school, really. No, I didn't want to go to school, but I enrolled in college, right? And um, and I took a computer information system, and and only and, and the big thing is because I was kind of interested. I wanted. I, I thought. It was money in it, right? Because the tech field, and I was just interested in, 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 in like just that, like the computer, uh, technical, tech, technological things, right? Yeah. And see where that took me. But, but one, obviously, I didn't really. That wasn't really my calling, obviously, right? But two, the reason I couldn't finish it, and this is straight real, is because I had no, no commitment at all to be in it, right? None, zero, which me, and, and that just pushed me to lack discipline and, 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 and getting any of the work done. Like in the summers, I wanted to play ball. So instead of going to class where I needed to be, and this is this is after high school, you know, in college, they don't, the teacher ain't gonna hold your hand. They're not right, gonna be like, hey, right. you know, right. you don't come, you don't come. They still gonna get their pay, whatever, <laughs> right? Yep. So, I remember like for like a week or two weeks straight and it's nice outside. And I'm like, and they gave me like them evening class, the classes from like one to six or two to six. I'm like, dude, that's prime time, you know, and that's prime time ball time. You know, right. Like, right. like we out, you know, I'm trying to, and I'm leaning you know, on, I get back and when I get off the thing, everything is done. I'm like, y'all, I can't do this. I can't go to home somewhere and I can't play ball. So I will pick ball which I'm not getting paid for. I ain't going to the league, right? (laughs) 
over going to college and getting a and getting a a, 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 a decent education. Not I won't even release that decent education. Just getting that, just trying to get that paper right. Because that paper is what certifies us. It's not the fact that you actually might know the shit, right? Excuse my language, but the paper, right, certifies us, right? And I picked ball over that because I had a discipline to just go to class and be like, look, uh, I I started it. I decided I, I I'm the one that said, yo, I'm gonna go to college and do this. So why quit? Why not follow through, right? So right. I like a commitment you know, also show a, a lack of, of discipline, which in any, all through your life, it, it is affected. Because now I'm a dad, I'm a father, and I got to teach my, my, my boys how these two coincide, right? And how, look, if you say, I want to learn the guitar, then I'm buying buy a guitar and you're going to learn that damn guitar, right? You got to so, uh, yeah, yeah, instead of, you know what? Um, I'm tired, I don't really wanna, dad, I don't wanna learn this no more, right? right. But then, and then if I let them get away with that, then it's like, they gonna continue to do that. Well, dad, yeah, I said I wanted to do this and I started it, but I don't really wanna do this anymore. And I'm like, no, that's not how we do things, right? Right, that's not, and, 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 and I didn't have that, you know, that strong fall to be like, yo, no, we don't quit. You pick this, you're gonna do it until it's over. So do you think that the lack of, like not having that father present um, caused you not to have that much commitment to things. Yeah, because yes, it did. Because you 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 didn't learn, right? You didn't learn. So moms are amazing, right? So we already know we talked about how great women are, and they are amazing, right? But, and, and 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 they're strong. But our women, they would they usually right? So they 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 nurture. They nurture us, they love us, they grow us, right? And if they have to be the father, then they will, right? Because right. the father, then they will. They do their best. But but uh, you can't let you can't see yourself in them like as far as being a a, a male, a boy, right? A man, right. right? So it's certain things that you're not gonna be able to learn. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that's one of those things, and it's hard for a mom to do hat. Right, they can do it, and they have done it, but like it's 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 not as effective as both if both parents are there. You get what I'm saying? Right. Not because see, because the, the the mom would do what she needs to do and do it great, right, to the best of her ability, and then the dad can do the other the other part, right? Which like, all right, she said to do this. Now I'm gonna reinforce it, right? Right. If she controls the home. That's what moms do. That that's what wives do that's what the women do they control it they they, they hold it and then the, the the dad the disciplinary they enforce it that's what we do i didn't have that so my mother can say woman, yeah so pretty much the woman is the backbone oh 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 they, that's not even up for debate if anybody would try to debate that i challenge them that's not even the woman is the backbone period right. 100 right. because right. you can and you know that you can tell because it, it you know it, it's crazy to say right and most men might not feel it like you and I, we don't feel like we have an option, right? We have children, we're gonna take care of them, right? Right. right. But some the, the, the fact is though, it, it, it would it would it would it appear to be in this world we live in today is men have the option. They don't have to stay, they can go. <laughs> that and, you know what I'm saying? So without it, looking back, without yeah, looking back. Yeah, and this happens, you know, anywhere, like here, 
it can happen. Like, like Mick can just be like, yeah, I'm going, I'm out. I can't, I can't do this, I'm out, right? Yeah. And then you and the mom with the connection would never do that, most. I'm not saying no moms, right? Cause some women say, <laughs> come from a different club. Now. You know what I'm saying? Different now. Yeah, and it's different now. So what did we go wrong at? As a, as a, as a black community, like as a whole, I think I think the father was pretty much taken out. And you know, I was born in the late 80s, but I'm just yeah. gonna speak on what I know about history. Yeah. Um, I think the father was pretty much taken out when the crack era hit. Like even before then. Yeah. Even before then. You gotta understand what you right? say so, around 70s. Even before then. To me, I believe the worst thing that's to ever happen to America and to us as a as a whole was desegregation. Yeah, like when we separate, when we when we left our communities, yeah, and we left our village to yeah. go join their communities and their village, yeah, our home was broken up. Then when the crack hit the streets, yeah, they had the crack laws. Um, they put the drugs in the neighborhood, yeah, and they locked the men up. Mm-hmm. And they put the the, the um, sons. On the medication that has the same drugs in it, but it locked the men up for. Mm-hmm. Now the father is taken away. Then we had welfare, not just black people, white people on welfare too. Yeah. We had welfare, which pretty much saying that the man can't be in a home. Yeah, but welfare, you gotta you gotta think about something, right? So first of all, it it started before that, right? It was it was when you think about when you think about being enslaved, right? When we were snatched from Africa, brought here and being enslaved, the purpose of that, right? If you ever, if people will ever read that, that Willie Lynch letter, the, he, he showed you the blueprint, like how to create, to, to be in control over the African-American, right? Yeah. Um, or the African that was brought here and, you know, to America or the black the black man, you know, how to, how to be in control of them for years and centuries to come was mental, right? To break to break, to break down the family, right? Because that's how you mentally break anything, right? You break down the family. And we already talked about, right? No, you know, even with a quote, Jay-Z, no one wins when the family feud, right? And the house divided against itself will fall. It can't stand, right? So, the understanding of that and the breakdown of that, it was it was all, all done purposely, absolutely. But you gotta think, right, when you're talking about the mental breakdown of the of the black man in this country, in this country, was when when even after slavery, when you had when the white people still was doing it, still lynching, still doing the things they were doing, you know, they was doing things like, you know, they would rape the woman in front of the men. You get what I'm saying? Right. And that wouldn't only tear the man up mentally, you know, the woman would start to believe, well, he can't even protect me. So what is the point? You get what I'm saying? So it will break it. So mentally it started to affect both, right? So yeah. then men, then we started leaving and this, and this, and, and, and let me, let me paint a better picture because with the statistics and I got to pull it up. I'm, I, I'm not sure right now and, I, and we'll get to it, we'll get to that number. But in the forties and fifties, um, it was a high percentage of black people in this country with two family, with two parent homes. High percent. It was higher than the white. The opposition. It was higher right. than, than it is, right? But yet, through but when when that stuff, when that 
statistics start to come out and they start to be like, they start to take notice of it. It's like, hold on. Because if they stay like that and they continue to grow and understand how important family is, then they, they continue to get powerful and they continue to grow as a black nation in this country, which, you know, which at th that time, you know, the, the white people that was against that, they didn't want to hear that. They like, no, 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 no. We got to figure that out, right? This is why every time that, that when you had that opportunity of a black nation building community, or, uh, uh, you know, whether it's on Black Wall Street or any other thing, when it came here, you know, it was destroyed, like literally destroyed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and purposely. But you got to understand that this was meant, it was purposely done. Like this was intentional, right? So yes, when you fast forward to um, even the cracker and welfare wasn't for minorities. So let's get that, right? FDR, right? Franklin Del Roosevelt, when the stock market crashed during the Great Depression, he implemented all of these, um, um, these different kind of um, 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 government, you know, help, right? right? Welfare, Medicaid, and all that. But it wasn't for Just black on. people. It was for the everybody that, the, the, the people that had money, that lost money during the stock markets and lost jobs and all that during the Great Depression. And that's where he was like, all right, we got to get the country back going forward. So we're going to implement all these programs, Medicaid, welfare, and all that. So, and then, and then yes, the, now the poor, which was at the time here, was mostly, in this country, was mostly minorities, Blacks, right? So they kind of got on it, right? Because that's what it was meant for. It was meant to help people that was not, you know, didn't have that, that, that lost everything. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Got All it. Americans that lost everything during the stock market crash. That was the point of welfare and Medicaid and Social Security, all of these things, right? But it wasn't for, you know, up now, it's, it, it's so happened to help everyone, right? Things that was meant for one happened to help everyone. And then, yeah, and, and we get this thought like, oh, only Black people's on that. Because when we grew up around in the hood, and our hood was not but Blacks, right? When If you grew up in a hood like I grew up, then yeah, you're going to see just um, minorities on it, right? But then you have the white hoods where they they own it as well, <laughs> you know. And then when you talk, when you think statistics, since it's more of them than it is of us, it's more of them on it than it is of us, right? Because in this country, what they say is more, you know, white Americans than there are black Americans. So there's a lot more of them on it, benefit from it than we are, right? But yeah. that's a whole other story. But when but when you take when you, when you talk about the the removal of the black man from a, from the home that started here because then black men even in the 50s and 60s well I should say 60s and 70s 70s they started to believe all right I'm not appreciated now in this home right because I can't protect you I'm not appreciated you know I always got to worry about this so they start to go they start to be a rolling stone like the song go Papa was go they start to be a rolling stone so they start to to go here to get this, this appreciation and this feel of being strong and powerful. And then they get into things like they start to be a pimp, degrading our woman because they needed that sense of I'm, I'm in this position, I'm in 
control power, right? And then it started the domino effect. It started the snowball. Now I'm beginning. And then, and, and the reason we got into the whole crack and drug game is a whole different story, right? Because when you put all these dudes in this area and say, y'all don't have no money, and we try to go for jobs that we kept getting denied, right? Right. And then you say, all right, then you implement this thing called drugs, right? Or heroin, cocaine, whatever, and another way to, for people to make money from, and we maximized it, right? Yeah. Which is, it was terrible because we was doing it in our own neighborhoods and we was freaking, and our own freaking aunts and mothers was smoking it, right? And getting on it and we were selling it. But, um, but it was a, but it made us feel like, oh, we can make money doing this. A lot of money, millions, millions. So we started to do it. And then we started, we do it, we were selling it, we using it, and then we murdering and killing for it, right? So it became a thing, you know? And and yes, they, they implemented certain things to get, you know, to, because they saw the, that the, the, the bulk of the people selling this, right? Were the blacks in, 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 in these neighborhoods? It's like, all right, Rico, look, we we gonna we gonna take them down. That's right. it. If you sell it, you distribute it, kingpin. I'm gonna give you the same amount of time I give you for somebody that murdered three, four people, right? Four what serial. They did with that was they took the drugs in, recycled it, put it right back in the streets. That's why you get more time when it's rocked up, when it's oh, when oh. it's cooked up. Because yeah, yeah. you stepped on their drugs mm -hmm. pretty much. Pretty much. But look, let's let's down. It's so down. much more than that, but we're gonna yeah, go yeah, back yeah, to discipline, yeah, yeah. right? So that's a whole nother yeah. it's, it's so much more. And but this is what this does though. So so this is what us the point of us talking, right? In a podcast or just, just linking up like this and recording it is for that, right? Our conversation is not gonna be it's not gonna be all one topic, right? That's not what we do, that's not authentic, right? It's gonna go. It's going to go to things that we think of that might, you know, that 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 help us grow, that we had to learn from, that we start to see. We like, man, I have children. Not only do I have children, I have little daughters and sons that need to know, that need to learn because we don't want history to repeat itself, right? Right. They need to learn. They need to understand how powerful the brain can be when you use it, and when you learn. When you read and you learn from your history, not and I'm not just talking about the history that's here. I'm talking about your entire history, right? Because we are from a continent, huge continent called Africa, right? And if we don't know that history, right? If you don't know where you're from, right? Then you'll never get to where you're going. That's just the reality, right? That's right. just what right. it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's us talking. We jump to things. That's what we do. We jump to things, 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 because we just kicking it and trying to provide uh, uh, knowledge, information to the youth or whoever might watch this that has, if they're our age and have gone through the things that we're going through but didn't see it the way we saw it, or younger that's coming up. So this is what we're going to do. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. Right. No, but right. we can get back on discipline because discipline is important because... Well... Yeah. Well... I would say, let me see, coming up, um, I did my fair share, right? Yeah. But um, like I know my pops, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know I know exactly where he is. I always knew where he was. Yeah. Um yeah, he was around, he was in my life, right? Yeah. But um as I grew older and I became a man and I became a dad myself, yeah. I 
pretty much lost a lot of respect mm. because it was things that I grew up with and um, I wasn't showed, I wasn't taught, you know. Mm. So um, like we had a rocky relationship as I became grown, as I became a man, because I pretty much looked back was like, damn man, you failed. Like mm-hmm. you didn't, you didn't teach me anything. You didn't teach me how to be a man. Mm-hmm. You, didn't, you didn't bail me out when I failed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I believe that that pretty much helped me become the man that I am today and the father that I am today to my kids, right? Mm. But something ties in, something gave me, taught me commitment, taught mm. me discipline. And that's where you and I met, right? Yep. Um, yep. So doing some trials and tribulations in my life, I did, I was doing some things in the past. I was in the streets. I was um pretty much making money, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I was set up by one of my best friends at the time, right? And um, long story short, man, put a gun to my head, pulled the trigger. The, the bullet did not come out. I don't know why, I don't know how, but the bullet did not come out. Uh, when he did that, the police just came out everywhere. Uh, I guess I was getting followed anyway, right? So I told myself, I was like, well, I pretty much told myself, if I make it out of this, now I'm gone. I got to leave Birmingham. I got to get the hell on, right? So I ended up going to the to the Navy recruiter, right? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> as I'm as I'm walking to the Navy recruiter, that recruiter wasn't there for some reason, right? So I'm mm-hmm. walking back to my car, right? So across the parking lot, this Marine recruiter was like, yo, come here, man, let me talk to you. So then my Navy recruiter was pulling up. So now I'm side by side with the Marine recruiter and we chopping it up. My Navy recruiter was like, yo, that's my, um." Recruit, you can't be talking to him, you know. And the Marine recruiter was like, What? It was like, Man, I beat your ass. This, this is my recruit now. <laughs> so I'm looking back because I'm still got a street mentality. I'm like, Oh man, I'm gonna join the Marines, man. He'll suck. So anyway, <laughs> I went and joined the Marines, right? You know, <laughs> shouts out to Staff Sergeant White. I don't know where he at today, but um, I had joined the Marines and um. Didn't know nothing about the military. I was mm-hmm. against the military, but I knew I had to do something to change my yeah. my um my way of living because yeah. my oldest my uh, daughter Madison, um her mom was pregnant with her. Yeah. Right. And what was crazy about me when I was getting robbed was when the guy had a gun in my head, I was telling him I was like, "Yo, I got a daughter on the way, man. Please don't kill me, bro." Please don't kill me. But look, those Chuck, at that time, we didn't know what wish she was having. Right? Oh, wow. But because she just was like, became pregnant. We, we just had the first initial doctor's appointment. So we didn't know what she was having. So I'm, I'm telling the guy, I don't know why I said daughter. That's the first thing that came to my head. was like, yo, please don't kill me, bro. Like, I got a daughter on the way, man. Please don't shoot me. You know what I'm saying? And, um, he shot, well, he tried to shoot anyway, so he was like, damn you. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I spoke it kind of like in, into existence, right? Yeah. So 
But I went and joined the Marines, and when I got to boot camp, that's where I met you at, right? So yeah. you was always older than me, so you always played like a pretty much like a big bro role to me. And um, as you remember, you know, I was kind of wilding out the boot camp, you know. I was still still in that Birmingham street mentality. And um, you know, you know what they say, you can take me out of the hood, can't take the hood out of me. You know, I still had that mentality, but by me being who I was, I was a natural leader. You know what I'm saying? Like people flocked to me, people respected me. So like, I, I just carried myself different and my demeanor was different from everybody else that was in the platoon, right? So out of what, how many people we had in opportunity? Well, we started with, I think 90, I, I, I believe it was 95 or something like that, but we graduated 76. So out of 95 people, right? We in one squad, babe. Me and you click tight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And me and you, and maybe like four more guys, three more guys, was known as the leaders, right? And we pretty much carried that platoon. And I think we had probably one of the best platoons in that little um, cycle, right? I know you did. Yeah, yeah, you know, we was what, 30, 30, 30? Yeah. yeah. So um, I believe we had that, like we had that ultimate swag about mm -hmm. us, even our senior, you know what I'm saying? He was that deal. Um, Kill Hatch was that deal. But anyway, so they did certain games, like mind controlling games. And it either like made you or break you. And I think for us, it's made us, right? And even to this day, me and you have a business together, right? Plus the podcast together. Um, we we bring the same mentality to the business, which is like a certain level of commitment, certain level of discipline, and mm -hmm. a certain level of accountability, right? And that's what pretty much changed my mindset, right? And it taught me responsibility. I mean, it taught, it taught me responsibility, I'm sorry. And before then, I wasn't committed to nothing. But I was forced to be committed to this. I had four years to do it regardless, right? Great. Yeah. So it was like during my four years, I'm either gonna be that deal or I'm gonna sink. And I'm not a loser. I'm competitive. So after I completed my my own tour the Marine Corps, I still had that same mentality. It was like, no matter what I do, like I seen the results, like I seen what can happen when I'm committed to something. And I seen how beneficial is, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. even to this day, man, I have several businesses. Um, my kids now have entrepreneurship things going on. And, but it's all derived from me um, going to the Marine Corps and gaining that commitment and responsibility and that discipline, right? Yeah. Um, would you say that that's where you learned some of your commitment from? Well I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be lying if I say I didn't, right? Because for me, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like I never even wanted, like when, when cell phones first came out and it was like, yeah, you can do a plan and all that. I never even wanted to do that because I, I, I refused 
to be locked down. I it was scared. I was scared to death of being locked down with something or committing to anything, you know, long-term. Like, yeah, you signed a two-year contract and you'd be with this cell phone coming. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Or I wouldn't get a credit card because I thought that was too much, right? I thought that was too much of a, a commitment. Um, so absolutely it did, right? Because first of all, starting with boot camp, <laughs> starting with boot camp, you know, first of all, growing up where we grow from, we, we're not we're not no punks, right? Right. We, we're not, you know, for lack of a better word, we're not bitches, yeah. right? So we're not going back home, not a Marine. So once you go, it's like that dude, it's like that dude, like I was telling you the other day, you know, I don't care if I couldn't swim. If I get on that diving ball line and I get on the diving board, at that point, I'm jumping in. Lifeguard <laughs> on, come get Because there's yeah. no way in the world I'm going to turn around and walk that walk of shame through everybody, I had too much pride for that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's no way. And pride is not always the greatest thing, but sometimes it can get you through some stuff, right? And and there's no way. At that point, I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm jumping in this water. If I drown lifeguard, you're gonna have to come get me, but I'm not turning around, right? And I'm yeah. probably not gonna drown either because my pride ain't gonna let me. I'm gonna kick and, and yeah. swing until I get to the side and then just <laughs> get out, right? Yeah. And then be like, all right, let me think twice by getting on that diving board again. So we get into boot camp, and I remember the first day when we woke up and they screaming at us. I'm like, what the hell? Why did I do this? Why am I here? Like, I'm here, I'm going, I'm getting screamed at, and I'm waking up at four in the morning. What the Why? And I just went to sleep a few hours ago. I felt like I went to sleep 30 minutes ago. While my head, and it was like, you, you can't quit. There's no way you can quit, because that's not you. You gotta be committed for three months, and that's where it started. I gotta be committed for three months. I had the discipline to keep pushing through for three months. Cause I can't explain to my my boys when I get back home that daddy quit, right? So there's no way I can do that. And then it's like, all right, after those three months, that's great. Now you got you gotta finish four years. You have to. You're not going, you can't quit now, because if you do, you be dishonorable discharge, right? Right, you wait. Yeah, 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 and and and, and it still says quitter, right? So now it's like, all right, four years, longest commitment I've ever ever made to anything, right? Anything. So I'm in a job, and I'm like, yeah, I, I gotta commit to this for four years. That's the first. That showed me the first line of commitment. Now I'm with my wife, and I'm having children. I'm still, and I'm still not. I will tell you, I'll be real with you, be honest. Then I learned how to be committed and have discipline when it comes to a professional level. But now, when it comes to family, I know I love my family and I'll always be there, but I didn't understand discipline and commitment, commitment and being disciplined to that. I, I didn't quite understand that until recently. I ain't gonna lie to you. So me opening the scripture and learning how the men were from Abraham, right? right? To Isaac, to Jacob, to David, to Solomon or Shalom or Dawid. That's what we call them in, in the Hebrew name, Shalom or Dawid. And then Moses or Moshe, when you think about the kind of commitments they had to have, right? The ones that they, the, commit, the commitment that they set to the Most High, right? From Abraham, Abraham and Most High had a covenant, right? Um, and then Jacob, which then became Israel, because 
the Most High named him, changed his name to Israel. He had a covenant. Most High was like, look, your 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 seeds from here and on out, you're gonna you're gonna have many men. You're gonna have a nation, and your seeds gonna surpass the stars. You're not gonna be able to count your seed. From and it started from his twelve sons, right? The twelve tribes of Israel, right? Right. And but that commitment was there. Then David have a commit commitment to the Most High with building the tabernacle that he couldn't finish, but he when he gave his son the throne, Shalomo Solomon finished it. You get what I'm saying? And then Moshe Moses with that commitment with where he freaking with the, the him leading up to the Ten Commandments, right? Because he was doing things leading up to when he actually received the stone with the commandments, where the tablets, or rather, with the commandments. on. so so when I started to read. And I, first, I had to learn that these people looked like me, right? In wow. scripture, I had to learn that. I did. I had to learn that um, that they, they had to be, right? Because um, Egypt is in Africa, right? And if Moses was was passing off as being Egyptian at a time, he had to look like Egyptians, which is right. African, right? So, so now I start to paint the picture. I'm like, all right, these people look like me. Now let me see. Then I start to see what these men were, right? And what kind of men they were. And that's what made, helped me grow into being a better father husband. I'm not perfect still, but I still have a lot, a lot of things that I'm trying to work on. But like life is growing. That's what life is. As long as you're living, you're gonna grow. You should. If you're not, then it's no, you're just a dead man walking, right? If you're not growing while you're living. And you're just a dead man walking, right? So the point of, of life is growth. And I'm still growing, but I learned my the initial learning stage of commitment, I will say, was joining the Marine Corps. Absolutely. I have to agree with that. You know, I can't even deny that. And then it started to grow as I, you know, reading, getting into scripture. And my my wife, look, look, <laughs> I don't mean to throw, keep throwing it, but she. Women, that's what women do. They nurture. That's what they do. Even their husbands. Even their husbands, right? They help even us grow. We think we're coming into as men, but if you got a strong woman that, that's, that, that understands certain things, then they will help you grow. And that's what she had. She did. She had, you know, I had made a lot of mistakes where, and man, she has a lot of freaking uh, patience. Which is crazy, right? Because that's that's my thing. That's not her thing. In, in a family, I'm the patient one. And but she displayed a lot of patience with me. Because man, I was a low ass boy when we got together. And man, that's that's right now, man. It's powerful because, uh, like you know, as a man, and as we coming up, you know, we are young, of course. But um, as we coming up, we um we have to grow, right? And when you grow, you change, right? Something has to change about you, right? You know, so it's important to have a woman that's understanding of your growth, mm. right? And you're gonna leave some things behind as you grow, right? And Women can't just bail at the sight of, you know, as we go into these changes, 
give us some time. You know what I'm saying? Like, be patient. And that's what that's that's what's so powerful about a real queen and about a real woman, man. Like, that's they they're gonna be powerful and they're gonna be patient with us. You know what I'm saying? We're we're not perfect. And and um, a lot of that come with honesty and commitment. But like you said, man, we gotta grow from being that boy, being that last boy. To be a grown man, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And like you know my history, man. Um commitment issues, like never, never, never been committed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always feel like I can get away with something, you know, if I'm mm-hmm. being sneaky, I can like swiggle my way through life and use my charm and try to like, you know, talk my way out of stuff. You know, you know, hey, it works, but the person you really doing a dishonest to is the most high. You feel me? Because right, he sees everything. You can't hide from him. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like, true. you can hide from these people out here in the streets, people you run into, but you're not going to hide from him. Right? So, one thing that um, a good friend of mine told me, um, he's been married for ooh, probably about 12 years now, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, I asked him, I was like, man, how you remain faithful? You know what I'm saying? I said, bro, how you do it? He said, man, look, I ain't stunned my wife. I said, he was like, you know, he kind of, he kind of, he kind of crazy. He was like, man, I ain't stunned my wife. I said, I'm afraid of God. You know, but he was like, um, I can get away with her not knowing certain things, but you can't hide from him. You know what I'm saying? All right, let me just say, God, you can't hide from God, right? So, um, that's what I, you know, I learned from different people. I learned from you. I learned from him. I learned from different people. I'm always picking somebody's brain, and I'm always asking questions. Like if I'm around somebody that I um, highly respect, yo, I'm gonna ask a lot of questions, right? And I'm and I'm gonna get somebody. You. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But let's talk about respect for one, right? Mm. Um. One of the words that we hear a lot in rap, you know, um, is bitch, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's a word that's like heavy in my vocabulary, mm-hmm. right? I bitch this, bitch that, you know, it comes out. Like, I don't even know where it came from, but it just comes out. It's like the first thing that comes to my mind, I be saying, I be saying, I be saying. Then yeah. when it comes to our women, we have to understand that um, if this the woman you want to be with, this the one that you want to um, continue life with, grow with, start a family, nurture your children with, um, be wealthy <laughs> with, be wealthy with, um, she can't be your bitch, right? And something that we talked about, and uh, you brought to my attention, you was like. If you refer to your woman as a bitch, then that's all she's gonna be to you is a bitch. So oh, that's you respect the woman and she your bitch. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, or look, I'm gonna be honest with you, it's even hard for me <laughs> to really even say that word, even if I'm just with you chilling, right? Because because um like I can call I I can easily I'm, it'd be easier for me to call a dude that, right? <laughs> than uh, a woman that, right? Because I had so much respect for my mother. And 
And and I will tell you, so my sister's boyfriend, Gary, shouts out. He he's the one that that was that that that, that figure, right? And to this day, I call him my big brother, right? She didn't she not with him anymore. He's in Jamaica right now as we speak. But I call him, to this day, I call him my big brother because that's one thing he 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 would talk to me and teach me. Like he 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 taught me that being having respect, right? Respect and being a gentleman is is most important, right? For our women. Having respect for and have respect for anyone. He, he used to tell me, look, man, the when you you're growing up as a man in these streets, if you lack, if you if you show uh, 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 disrespect, that's the fastest way to get killed, right? Right. Having respect is is the way to stay alive for anyone. Respect, respect, respect people the way they respect you now. Now, if somebody obviously trying to hurt you, or whatever you're gonna do, what you need to do, right? But even in a fight, right? That's who he used to teach me. So that's why I was really good with my sword. I would always fight with my hands because, but I knew when a dude went down on the floor, unless my intent is to really dis- show disrespect from him, I don't stomp him, you never spit on somebody, right? Because that's the fastest way to get yourself in a morgue, right? And, and it's just completely disrespectful. Man, man, if a man find a man, treat him like that, y'all fighting, y'all really doing y'all thing. Um, especially if you kinda, you don't know him no, but you, you it, it's not no real animosity, it's just like disagreement. You swung at me, we fighting. When you get down, I give you a chance to get up, but I'm still keep hitting the beat. So that's how I grew up. I grew up just going with the hands. And when you, when I thought about when he when every time he thought about women, it's like, dude, you know, you don't speak certain ways. You don't invite, you know, women to your private, right? You get know what I'm saying? You don't, you know, to tell them about SMD. You'll never tell a, a woman that. No, they not to be and all that. So I kind of understood that. And even though in songs, rap songs, I rap to a song, right? But, you know, I never, I understood that. And, and I guess that's why I, I, my relationship wasn't that. Cause I ain't not, when you have that and you think that, then that's what you're looking for. You might not know it, but you're attracting the, the, those exact, those, you're attracting bitches. The ones that you don't want, right? And then you get upset because you ended up with, with a, a chick that had no loyalty, no commitment to you. But that's how you saw women, the women that you saw. And so that's who you was attracting. Not knowing this beautiful, amazing queens that actually have the, the, that, 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 that have the mentality that, that can take care of you, that can rock with you, that can hold you up. But you just not even knowing, you're looking for that one thing because that's all you see and that's all you say and that's all you know. You say it's like the like a woman when when um when they don't have some of them when they, when they when they say they want a uh, kind of like a bad boy or whatever whatever the case is right and they and they they they, they think being a pimp or whatever is attractive right being a player is attractive and then they wonder why they always attract dudes that's gonna play them. That's gonna that's gonna sleep around on them, maybe even hit them because they like the pimp, the whole pimp um, character persona, right? And then they wonder why they attract that. Like you attract what you what you what what you idolize, so to speak, right? That's what you attract. That's just the reality. So we sit there and we say that word, and then we get mad when a woman 
reacts that way or is that. I'm like, dude, this is what you've been saying the whole time. Be this, be that, be this, be that, be this, be that. For me, that's tough. It's a tough even word, right? Right, for me to say. But I do understand where it comes from. I do understand where it comes from, right? I mean, let's be honest. This is what, I mean, and I'm not going to say hip hop because movies do it too. So it's not just hip hop, right? <laughs> movies do it too. So it's not just that. It just, it, it just, it became just a regular vocabulary word, right? But subconsciously, it's like, n- nigga is a, is, a, is, a, is a regular word for us. It's a regular word, regular word, right? But when I started to grow and I started to understand certain things and you think about where that word derived from, right? Yeah. And while we still, we're using it in the context of you my nigga, right? But then when, when, when we start to think about certain things, it's like, then we, cause I would never, I would never call my boys that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I start to think that. So, all right, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I be like, if it's so cool and regular, and, and chill to me, which which I, I still I understand why it's used. I don't get it twisted. I understand perfectly clear why that's used. I understand. I understand why we used it, how why we chose to turn it around from something being negative to a positive, which we always do, right? Black people in America, that's what we do. We turn a negative to positive. We always do. That's what we do. Um, but when I start to understand, like, you know, it's and I kind of wouldn't, I wouldn't use that. I wouldn't say, hey, hey, come here, little nigga, right, to my boys. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it, right, because I'm like, damn, <laughs> is that what I see? You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even though we turn that into a positive word, it's still derogatory. Yeah. It's still hey, derogatory. Man, that's something that I need to work on because, um, like I said, I still use that word. I still use yeah. the B word. Still use nigga, and you know, as I'm growing as a man, um, I need to make a vow to myself that I need to remove certain negative words. You see what I'm saying? And um, that's all about growth, man. That's what we're here for. Like, we're think about what you said earlier, bro. So you said you was getting robbed, right? And and you said, yo, yo, I have a daughter. Don't kill me. Didn't know. Girl was just pregnant. She just, she was probably what, months, a month? <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Most. You know? So, what, what we need to understand is what we say manifests. It really does. It manifests. So, when we use in anything like the best way, to, the, 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 the fastest way to success or to sustain success is by positive, positive thinking, right? So, when you let negativity get in your mind, then you speak it and it manifests. Whether it's words that we use, even if it's regular words, right? Now, when we writing, that's something different, right? Because when you're writing, whether it's writing raps or poetry, then you're expressing something that you feel that you need to get out, right? It's a different thing. But your everyday vocabulary, when you're speaking to people, that shouldn't be there. Because if if, if writing was your therapeutic thing to get it out, right? Then you shouldn't continue. You should, then that, then that behavior shouldn't be there anymore because you got it out. That's what writing was for. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So I, kinda, I understand when it comes out sometime in music and you feel the need that you had to say this to describe something because that's what we do. That's art, right? Whether it's po- poetry, hip hop, 
rock, whatever, that's art. The art, that's what we do, we express, right? But that being your everyday um, 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 behavior, it, it's not, it's no way it can, it can help you in that, to, to grow in that life, right? You gotta, but you gotta think, you can't think that someone like Jay-Z or Puffy continue to speak the way that Jay used to rap. You can't think that he speaks that way on a regular, on a regular, when he go to meet the, 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 the CEO of Twitter, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and he, the owner, the founder, you know, of Twitter that he's walking with him and, and going to meet this person and that person. You can't believe that they use this, you know? So we, we gotta really sit here and understand that, you know, if we speak power, that's how you become power. That's how you become powerful. You gotta speak powerful. You gotta carry yourself powerful. Carry yourself like a king, which is what our what our podcast is named, right? With king talk, it's king talk. But in order to carry yourself like a king, I mean, in order to be one, you gotta carry yourself like one. And if we're not doing that if we belittle him, right? Because great kings didn't do that. They didn't demeanor, take down, or, or, or treat their queens like, they treat them like queens. That's why when we say that word queen, that means we put them in the highest regards, I would want, would, right? We won't call, you won't call your side, if you had a side chick, and I'm not saying we do, you won't call your side chick your queen, right? People don't do that. You call your queen your queen, you put them in the highest regards, right? Period. That's who they are. And they, they, they attach directly to that king. So we got to understand that. So pretty much, yeah, yeah, King Matanza. Um, man, as, as, as we talking, and this is why I like what we do, because it's just real conversation. As yeah. we talking, man, something just resonated with me. It's like, man, maybe I had failed relationships in the past because I spoke it into existence. Like, I got what I said. Like, so uh-huh. like, uh-huh. like, I had some negative manifestations. Like, I would get upset with the whoever I'm with and be like, and this bitch get on my nerves, you know? And that's what it just became a stronger getting on my nerves. And yes. pretty much it, it drove me out. It drove me away mm-hmm. and caused me to be unfaithful, caused mm-hmm. me to be less of a man in my household. You know what I'm saying? As yeah, I'm listening yeah. to you right now, it's like, man, I destroyed my own relationships. I destroyed my own situations, right? As me taking account of uh, me taking accountability of what I done wrong in the past, like, man, damn, my you pretty much was the root of it. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate that for you pretty much bringing that to my light. You know what I'm saying? For me to really understand that. So from here on now, I understand that I have to speak it into existence, like. Man, I wish my queen would do better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And versus this bitch get on my nerves. You know, yeah. Like I have to speak it different. So, so do you believe that we have different? You have different mics, different chucks out there in the world, right? Yeah. And whatever you manifest, like you have a mic drug dealer, you have a drug, you you have a disrespectful mock, you have a broke mock, you have a rich mock, you have a successful mock, you have an unsuccessful mock, right? Whatever you speak, whatever you bring into manifestations is 
that's the type of mind I'm going to reach, right? So, and when I'm being negative, all I'm doing is I'm attracting that negative in the future. Like, we, we're in control of our own destiny, right? 100. So, so we become accountable for our own destiny by manifesting. And, you know, it's whatever route you're going to take in life. But he out there, you know, you got different ones out there, but it's up to you to take that route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, got everybody on the right page. But so now from here on out, I know where I want to be in life. So I have to care of myself and I have to take that route. So I need to start taking the king route. If I'm going to be a true king, I need to start taking that king route to becoming a true king and not taking a peasant route or uh, mm -hmm. not take a drug dealer route or a, a piece of crap route. You know what I'm saying? I have to start taking that king route. You know what I'm saying? That king highway, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I really want you to touch on that too, man, because we had a conversation a couple of days ago and you taught me what a highway was, right? Uh, 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 what's a highway, man? So, so let, let's 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 get a a, a, a real like a, a accurate, right? Accurate, right? So I'm, I'm gonna get you an accurate one because um, I don't want to misspeak. You know what I'm saying? All right, hold on. So, so, um, that's wrong. <laughs> For the listeners out there on the podcast, man, right now, man, he's trying to pull up the accurate definition of a highway. So just um, yeah. give us a little patience. Um, because we don't want to misquote you guys or mislead you guys with any kind of false information. And, and, and this is King Talk. So we want to bring And not even truth. Yeah. Yeah. And not even just the, the definition, right? It's is when when was it implemented, right? Yeah. So when when you when you talk about um when you talk about highway, right? You talk about in 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 ancient time, Egypt. And, and if I'm wrong, please, listeners, you know, if I'm misquoting or I miss uh, speak about what the Egypt or, or what's it, the Empire Kush or it was one of it was one of those two, but I believe it was Egypt and they created the highway. And and the concept was right. It was a it was a role for the important people, kings and, and the people that was important to travel fast. And it was higher. It was the high. It was the, it was it was road, but it was built on a higher ground. It was higher than the regular travel road, right? So the regular people would travel on a low road, but the higher road was the important people, and it was and it would be a direct road from one place to the next, and how they get there the fastest. Um, and I forget what it was called at the time, but that's when the highway was the, the concept of that was implemented, right? Now, if you Google it, it's going to say. Um, um, President um, Eisenhower is, is the one that is the highway, but no, 
that that concept was um, thought of long, 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 long time ago. Just for your listeners to understand, and this is something that I, I learned uh, a few years ago, right? And crazy thing is, the way I learned it, right, <laughs> is through my wife and my boys, because my my boys, my 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 my, my sons, one is fourteen, one is nine. They read a lot, like they read a lot about whether it's Rome, Roman, and and in that time, the Roman time, or the Egyptian time. Or, so, and they was telling me that. And I'm like, what? And we was looking into it. I'm like, wow, this is this is this is. I never even knew this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, look, your children can teach you a lot. Right, especially if they read. We just got it. We can learn from anywhere. We don't know who the most high is going to deliver some wisdom through when it to get to you. We don't know who. We don't know who. Right. Well, pretty much, man. A nice, a nice little thing. Take away from that, man. Take the highway, yeah. man. Stop taking these back roads of life. Yeah. And it's Straight kind up. Of take the highway through our life. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Not take the highway. And and that doesn't mean right. Um. 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 Trying to get to something and skipping a process. That doesn't mean skipping a process. That just means, you know, hold yourself in high regards. You get what I'm saying? Hold yourself in high regards and stop trying to backdoor, take the back roads to something, right? It's, 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 a, it's your route. It's your route that you created, but take it. If you thought about it and you created something and you thought of a plan, see that plan out. Because when we lack discipline and we quit and lack commitment and we quit on our plan and we don't believe in a process that we already knew that it would take and we try to skip, then that's how we end up falling. I'm telling you, and then, and then that, that, that lesson become a longer lesson that we could learn in, in days. We take years to learn that lesson, right? I give a perfect example and I don't mean to go you know, keep going, but I, I, I love scripture, it's amazing, right? It's amazing because every lesson that you need to learn is there, every last one. We met everything, and scripture says there's nothing new under the sun, so remember that. There's nothing new under the sun. Everything that we've gone through, has somebody has experienced it before, right? So I, what I wanted to bring back to the, um, trying to skip the process, right? So when, when the most high, or you guys call him God, some people call him God, right? When he took the Hebrews out of Egypt, right? You know, he parted the sea, they went. So then they came to this place called the wilderness. They was in the wilderness, right? So that wilderness trip, the plan, the idea of this wilderness trip was supposed to be an 11 day trip. It was supposed to be 11 days. This trip was supposed to be an 11 day trip through the wilderness, through the wilderness, through the forest and all this, through the wilderness. Um, few days in, just right after they saw the miracles that the Most High just did, right? You know, turning, you know, turning the staff into a snake and back to a staff, parting the sea, parting the sea, the sea, right? And allowing the Hebrews to make it through the sea, to get to the other side, and then letting the water come down on all the, the Mitzrites or Egyptians that try to go through the sea to follow the Egyptians. He did all of that. Then they get to the wilderness and just, this is what we do. This is what we do as people. We uh, start to complain, right? Because we just eating bread, right? And they call it mana. We was eating mana and drinking water. That's all we had. So we started to cry. Oh, it's too hard. Oh, we're going to die out there. There's nothing out here. 
man, did, did the Most High bring us out of Egypt just to come here and die? I would rather continue to be oppressed <laughs> over there. This is their thing. I would have rather continue to be oppressed, right, and be a slave to the Egyptians than to be out here in the wilderness, free, trying to find our way because there's nothing out here for us and we're going to die. Instead of believing that he brought us through this for a reason and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a higher is a is it, is a is a higher instinct, right? Is a bigger goal. The promised land is on the other side. This is what he said. We am getting y'all to the promised land. Eleven days they complain. That eleven day trip turned into forty years. It turned into a forty year trip, but because they complained, they complained they wanted freaking meat to eat. So he let freaking um, quail rain down. Then they ate quail so much that they started getting sick. And they were doing this and they were doing that and they was complaining and they were sinning. And, and everybody that came, every every single person that came out of Egypt, everybody that, that walked out of Egypt, none of them made it to the promised land. It was their, their children that made it, but none of the original, not even Moses. He just saw it. He saw it. He came, went to the mountaintop. And he saw it, but because of one little mistake, you know, the most humble man in, in history, which was Moses, most humble humility in history, right? Um, he, they, you know, the people did something to make him speak, made him be wroth, upset, right? Upset and, and, and angry and caused him to sin in that way. Um, and and a few other things, right? And the most I was like, look, even even you're my you're my, my most trusted, you're my guy. I chose you, but you're not going. You're not. You can see. I will let you see the promised land that I have for you for you for the generations after you, your children and children. I will let you see it, but, but you're not going because of that. You know what I'm saying? The bottom line, what I'm trying to say is because, and it wasn't him, I'm not talking about him, but everyone else, all the other Hebrews that was traveling, because they didn't trust in the Most High and his process, they tried to skip, they wanted to skip that process. They didn't make it into the promised land. And they turned an 11 day trip into 40 years. And this is a problem. This is, this is something we got to understand, right? When we lack discipline, we lack commitment, and we don't trust. The, our process, when we set a plan and we already sat down, we was like, look, we got to, we, and then the process is work hard, right? Like, if you work hard for the plans you set, you're going to be successful, right? But when you try to skip <laughs> and you skip and you, and you think the process sometimes is so boring or it takes so long or whatever the case is, then you turn everything, everything, everything that you're trying to do, you turn that little few, maybe, uh, uh, three months into freaking five years of getting to where you're trying to go. <laughs> I'm a perfect example when it comes to building credit, right? Before I used to try to like, no, oh, how can I do that? Now nah, I just need to do this. I'm going to just do it this way, whatever. I'm going to just do it. I'm going to just take out this loan and take out that loan and not be able to pay this and not be able to pay that, right? Because I'm trying to take a loan to pay this and then and then take out another loan to pay that loan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And trying to skip instead of just budgeting. Instead of just budgeting and understanding that it's a process to get you to being financially free. And that's actually having a budget. Stop spending more than you have every month and you will end up with money 
And in terms, you'll pay yourself out of debt and you'll start to have revenue. You'll start to accrue revenue. You'll start to have equity, right? But when you try, when you don't understand that because you don't want to go through the process because it might take too long, you just want to be there already. So you continue to try to find ways to skip that. It just takes you long. And five years later, you're like, damn, y'all, I'm still having the same bad habits, making the same mistakes because I didn't just trust the process and just go, just work hard work hard, you know, hard work my way out of this problem or this hole or whatever it is. Hard work my way out. So so pretty much you got to trust your own process. And that's, that's something like, so kind of break it down a little bit more. It's like when you have a agreement with yourself about losing weight and you saying you're going to cut out sodas, uh, cut out eating so much sugar, um, when you skip, when you when you fail to trust the process and you get a soul, you eat a whole bunch of sugar, it's like you ain't trusting your own process. So now what was gonna take you 30 days to drop this amount of weight, if it take you about six months now. Now exactly. because you because you're not trusting the process. I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. And, that, and that process is, is, is and we go back, right? Because that process right now, the way you explained it was just being committed and having discipline, right? And hard work. Because that's what every process leads to, right? Commitment, discipline, and hard work, right? If you do those three things, then there's no way you won't be successful is what you're trying to do. And that's the process we're talking about. You trying, we trying to lose weight. The only way to lose weight, right? The right way, the, the healthy way, the way where it won't come back and to, for you to build health, because the point of it is to be more healthy. It's not just to drop pounds, right? The point is to be more healthy, but it's going to take discipline and commitment and hard work. You got to understand that. Like, yeah, people can say, all right, I mean, I'm going to just eat a grapefruit, right? Just a grapefruit a day for the next week, and I'm going to lose 10 pounds, 15 pounds, easy, right? One grapefruit a day or, or, or something like that, right? When I was a, when I was a recruiter, you know, dudes, when you know they had to make weight, or she went not going to boot camp, yeah. And I knew this dude that was eating one apple a day, just an apple for a whole week, dropped like 15 pounds. You can do that all day. It's not healthy, dangerous as hell. You feel you have no energy, right? You can do that. Then, but your habits stood. You still have these habits. You still have this bad mentality of eating the way you eat or drink the things you think. So yeah, it'll help you for that moment. And then right after that, what's gonna happen? You're gonna go right back. Right back to bad habits. Because you already got those habits, right? So 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 it's this commitment, discipline, hard work. And that that create that equals process. That process. When you have that, there's no way we're not gonna be successful. You know what I'm saying? There's no way. So Kind of like break this down a little bit. Um, do you feel like maturity plays a role in in having discipline and commitment? Like, if you can't be committed to a diet or committed to one of your goals that you that you set, even if you're going to try to start a business or you're going to try to uh, manage your credit better, mm-hmm. things of that nature. If you're not committed to that, how are you going to be committed to your family? Does that ties in? Uh, that- I, I, absolutely. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it, So 
these things that we talk about is a is a is a, is a characteristic trait. You get what I'm saying? That's a trait you have in your character. You either have it or you don't, right? That is really that simple, right? Because if you don't have it in one place, you're not gonna have it in another. You may think you do, but you don't, right? If you, if you, yeah, exactly. If you lack commitment and discipline, right? And hard work, right? In this area, you're not gonna have it in another area. You may think, oh, well, because I like this, I'm gonna do it a little better, but you're not really doing it to the fullest potential because you just don't have that trait in your character. You get what I'm saying? But but it does, and for most cases, it does take maturity, right? Right. You may have that trait, but but because you're still kind of in this this phase in your life, or this boy phase, this boy phase, or little girl phase, then you might not, you might still be in a place where it's like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't you know. So yeah, it takes maturity. Certain things do take. I mean, you got because maturity brings. It should bring. It should bring. And we should say maturity should bring wisdom. Right. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if you don't know, right, the lack of, if you don't know and you haven't experienced this or know someone that experienced these things, then you're going to go through it first and then you're going to learn from it. Like, all right, this, I'm going to do this better. Right. So, yes, absolutely has things to do with um, maturity. But if you lack it, if that's not a trait of your character, it's like if honesty is not a trait, then you just, you just that's just not it, right? It's the bad if it's a bad character trait that you have. Now that can be changed. I'm the critics that traits can be changed, right? You can fix that, but you gotta know that just that's just a bad trait. That's a thing that you have that's bad, that that's not right inside you that needs to fix, right? That's a characteristic that needs to be, you know, expelled out of you. Because if it's continue to be a part of who you are, then you'll never fix that. You'll never have the discipline or or or, or commitment to do things. You'll never be as honest, like fully honest you won't. You, cause, because, and you know that because you learn yourself, you're going to lie to everybody else. That's just how it is. So if you're not honest to yourself and knowing that you know, I'm this way and I need to not be this way. If you can't figure that out on your own, you learn yourself, bro, you're not going to be honest. I had that problem for, I'm guilty of it. Yeah, trust me. If you're lying to yourself, you're not going to be honest with anybody else. It's not, it's not even possible. It's not even possible. You don't even know who you are. You know what I'm saying? So it, 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 character is a, it, is, a, is, is a strong thing, right? So what, what you have, what's displayed in your character is going to determine who you are and how you'll um, address every situation, whether it's our own business as partners, whether it's whatever it is, all the business ventures of family, whether it's scripture, reading scripture, being in that, dive, dive, diving into scripture and all of that, the way you um, address these things is going to be determined to who you are. And that's your character. That's just how it is. Right, right. All right, Chuck, man, I feel like we um, went over quite a few things, man. Uh, another another successful podcast, man. And, um, Thank you. You know, Thank you. You, and uh, to the viewers and to the listeners, man, Hey, um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, like and share. Uh, give us ratings. Uh, give us some feedback, man. And, you yes. Know, uh, and you guys have any questions? Um, you can shoot us an email or just leave a comment, and um, I leave all the information on the YouTube channel. But um, mm-hmm. you know, from this episode, man, I would like to say, man, um. Try to work on commitment 
work on manifestation, try to work on um, changing the way you view yourself and view the ones you love. Um, uh, one of the things I like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Sue Surf fan also, man. He's a uh, battle rapper. But, uh, he's an artist too, man. He's a rap artist. And it's kind of hard to um, to make good music as a battle rapper. They have that kind of stigma where battle rappers don't make good music, right? Right. But I, I will say Sue Surf is one of the cats. Sue Surf, Goods. Goods is one of the cats too. They make some good music, man. But on um, the last Sue Surf album, man, he got a song called Careful. And it was like, um, be careful who you love. Careful who you love. Um, I think that's powerful, man. I want to leave on that quote, man. Um, be careful who you love and care for who you love. Mm -hmm. You know? So shouts out to Sue Surf, man. Shouts yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and quote, man. I want I want I want to leave on that note, man. You got anything for people, Chuck? Just just um when you guys see this, you know, and y'all subscribe to it and like it. And please look, we're not soft, we're not like like we're not like you know, little cotton. Like if you guys have constructive criticisms and if we misquoted some or we missed things, just say it, let us know so we can fix it and correct it. Ask questions, hit us up, let us know. Hey, man, we ain't sensitive at all, man. No, nope. you know, because me and this guy, we wouldn't even be able to connect if we were soft, man. Because we be, nope. we be, nope. you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> and just like you see, man, we had that mutual respect for each other, man, because we men, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. kings, and you yeah. know, uh, when uh, kings sit down, man, and we pretty much rub off on each other, and we give that positive vibe, man, and we share content and we share knowledge, That's man. That's what this podcast is all about, man. It's about uh, sharing knowledge, man, for our queens out there. Uh, we, we love to hear from um, your perspective as well uh, because it's not just for men. This is for our queens also. And for y'all to share y'all understanding and you have any questions about anything that, you know, pertain to us, hey, drop it, man. And we and that's what we're here for, man. It's king talk, man. And we uh, want to be honest. We want to be um, transparent. And we just want to be um, real. So that's what we stand on. That's what it's all about, man. Look at versus for black men. And yeah, like he gonna that book, I'm going to promote this book right here, man. <laughs> Richest Man in Babylon, man. It's a powerful book. I'm on my, my third time reading it, man, because I, um, I grab something different every time. When I'm in a different state of mind, you, you kind of learn different. So, uh, like I said, man, hey, like, share, subscribe, and uh, we'll be back next week, man. Peace, King. All right, dog.